0: Welcome to UFC Matters with me, Steve Wraith, Super Mac, and Gibbo. Join us as always on a Thursday, and you've uh, probably noticed a new intro, same band, different song, but a few new graphics and a few of Malcolm's goals, which Malcolm's missed because he's having to reboot his computer. It takes us back <laughs> to the it takes us back to the old days, John. It is, it is. I mean, it used to be
1: Billy the Dog, didn't it? Bless it, and uh, now now he's just done a runner, I don't know whether Billy's resurfaced <coughs> or what's happened.
0: Possibly, possibly. I was gonna do the ads, but I tell you what, John, because you both got a lot to say on on this final. Let's let's go with you first. We'll bring Malcolm in when he gets here. Um, Newcastle United, always the bridesmaids, never the bride. We were hoping to put that right at the weekend. Sadly, we didn't. Two-nil defeat to Manchester United. The elusive search for a trophy goes on. What went wrong, John?
1: That, that's a brilliant, brilliant question What went wrong, I think, was that the final was at the wrong time for us, Steve If the final had been before Christmas, we were flying absolutely high And they were struggling By the time the final did come round, they were on a high Producing results all over the place And we were on a dip in uh, in results Since Boxing Day, we've, you know, we've really struggled as far as results are concerned and I think that reflected in the game. And, you know, while the game was on, I looked at their bench and I looked at our bench. And, I mean, they brought on players worth millions. They brought on two old players. They bought on McGuire, who's an £80 million pound pound centre off, whether he is or he isn't. That's what was paid for. We brought on Matt Ritchie, who's yesterday's man, and Elliot Anderson, who's tomorrow's man. Our bench was so weak, and that is what we're looking at mm-hmm. in the development of this club. We we can put out a half-decent starting eleven, but our bench is woefully short and, short, and Malcolm's been banging on about that for a while, saying, if you're in the Champions League, our bench isn't strong enough for that. Well, I yeah. don't think the bench was strong enough at the Cup final. And when you saw what they brought on, and you saw what we brought mm-hmm. on, yeah, there was, huge, there was a huge
2: difference, but um, and when you saw what they didn't bring on, John, it was yes. it, it was still completely outpowering yes. what uh, what we were actually putting on. So, yeah, I mean, it,
1: you know, when I was saying there, Steve, about um, you know the, the timing of the final was just wrong for us. And before Christmas, we were flying in Airborne's clever. After Christmas, it's here that we are And I've just got a set of figures to bear that out When we won on Boxing Day Which was our sixth successive Premier League victory Came on Boxing Day We were third top And Manchester United Were struggling away beneath Spurs Manchester United Now, Manchester United are eight points ahead of us in the table um, and since that Premier League uh, Wins on the trot We've won once And only scored three goals In the league um, And that is that tells you How far we have dropped off Results wise mm-hmm. uh, Since the turn of the year This year And Manchester United have gone from strength to strength Did that last night as well In the FA Cup And they've un- opened up the gap That we had over them In the first half of the season They've turned that completely round, and they've got that gap over us now. And um, we've got a problem to rescue the rest of the season. We'll obviously be talking about that later when we talk about the games to come. But we've got a problem to turn around uh, what has been a slow drifting away. And it, it's sad because we started this season so brilliantly and we're flying third top and in the cup final. Brilliant. But now we've got to fight and turn this season round, and that'll take a bit of boldness
2: on everybody's behalf. And the the brilliant part of the side has been the defence throughout the season. Um, But I think the 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 pressure that they're under is is starting to tell on them um, just at the moment, you know, and they're getting caught on free kicks and stuff like that. Um, But What's not happening is they're not getting any respite at all. We've got a very hard-working midfield, but up front, there is next to nothing happening. And I, and I thought that uh, last Sunday at Wembley was... It, it, it ab- absolutely typified um, just how little we get from our forward line. Um uh, 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 a question for you. When did you last get because Callum Wilson, he's quick. When did you last see him sprint? I mean,
1: he frightens me, Malcolm, because he doesn't anymore. And when I think how yeah, vibe yeah, very
2: you... very good, John, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I understand it. Yeah. I understand what you're saying, and you're right. Yeah. Uh, I mean there was a home Malcolm... game. There was a home game about about three weeks ago. And in that home game, he had one sprint and it didn't really get him anywhere. And he, he sort of pulled up and that was it. Not another sprint since. And not to this day has there been another sprint. And, and so I think he's carrying the hamstring. Uh, and, and I've seen others, I've, fortunately, I I've never suffered. A hamstring ever, but I have seen others suffer dreadfully with them, and I think that uh, that Callum Wilson finds himself in that situation. What, what? If, if anything, what he needs is the summer and a and a good long layoff of uh, n- n- not weeks but months. I mean, I mean, he's and, 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 but, but it leaves us completely. Um, devoid of other forward options because Isaac does not want to play with his back-to-goal as a frontman. He wants to be coming on to things all the while. I mean, his, the drop-off in
1: form of wilson has been quite staggering for me. He scored yeah. one goal in his last 13 appearances and, I mean, he was almost a passenger at Wembley, I felt. Yeah. He was almost yeah. a passenger at Wembley. I mean, I was so, so disappointed. Everything I feared come to, to fruition, and everything I hoped for never materialised with Wilson. And yeah. He looked... I mean, I think that he needs to go out the side. I don't think... Yeah. If you take away the fact that he is Callum Wilson and we remember what he could do and used to do, you wouldn't employ him in the side at the moment. He He doesn't... Give us anything up top, and I never thought I'd see, see the day when I said that about Wilson. But it, it doesn't mm. give us anything up top, no. and um, no, he's not. I, I thought I thought he had a poor final. He wasn't alone, but I thought he was he, he was the poorest of a bunch. Malcolm was talking about the defence and rightly like saying, "What a great defence we've had." All of a sudden, we're getting caught out, guys, on the unforgivable. We, the way we're conceding goals, we conceded two goals against um, Bournemouth and whoever it was from Corners, if you remember, mm-hmm. just before Wembley. Two goals on Corners. And then the first goal, which was the killer one, on a free kick. On set pieces where you can mark up, which is manna for heaven from us. We went 10 hours and never conceded a goal, if you remember, not so long ago. Yes. Now, yeah. now. I mean, when you, I don't know if it's just me, I'll ask Malton, but when I was looking on that first goal, which turned the game, because we'd started reasonably brightly without, you know, creating huge chances, but we'd started brightly. Then San Maximum has a close-in shot, the gear stops it, they go down the other end, get a free kick and score. On the free kick, when I see Shaw lining it up, we took such a high line, I felt, such a high line That when the free kick come in We were all running back Towards our own goal Which is a very difficult way To then flick the header back up. yeah If you drop off And come on to it Yeah, running it back out, it running.
2: running towards your own goal, John it, it makes it very difficult to defend In the world, the Malcolm, Particularly in the air They were running towards our own goal mm-hmm. and Oh yeah just come The whole on line The whole line So Man United They were going forward Yep And and the Newcastle players, they were if they were if they're gonna do what Man United were doing, they would have had to have taken their eye off the ball, pretty much. Yeah. And a defender can't afford to do that, so they're running, um, sort of looking over their shoulder all the Absolutely while. Absolutely, Mal. I thought the line was far too high. The yes, it should, was. It yeah. should have been deeper. And and, 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 and and somebody please explain to me why. Yes, because I, I can't know. think of a good reason why not. Why not have the line across the penalty spot instead of the D? And, and and all you've got to do, you know, and the, the, the best defence that I have ever seen is, is the defence that Don Howe created at, at Arsenal. And he created a concept that just stayed all the way through, even to Wenger's time, some 40 years later. And... And and quite simply, it was to push, push, push um, up. This is when the opposition have got the ball. That you push right up, squeeze it to as near to the halfway line as you can get. And when the the opponent with the ball, when his foot comes back to kick the ball, you drop off five yards. And, And... But... As that foot comes back, if if a forward makes a run um, towards y- your own goal, towards uh, the home goal, then uh, um, then what you do is you step up again, and you and, it, and he's offside. Um, and uh, but to ha- but to be pushing up in the way that they do, and then. To start running backwards, without without, without any real purpose, I, I felt because if you're just running back at your goal, you're you're facing the wrong way. Um, you should a defender should always be facing the ball, and, uh, and and everybody had their back to it. It makes it very difficult because because a forward. It, 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 when the ball's coming over and he's running towards the opponent's goal, that's the way he wants to be running and that's the way he wants to be heading. I mean catch, it, but, but but the defender or... is coming back, how's he going to head it out there? With it was made head. for Casemiro
1: <laughs> under those under those circumstances, <laughs> and you can't blame the goalkeeper. He had no chance with the with the defenders running back and Casemiro
2: running. Not undone. really, because they, there was a there was an almighty line. It it it, it, it was like a cavalry charge coming out. Yes, him.
1: it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it, which is why why we had to look at Vault to make certain he was still on site. But no keeper with the greatest reaction in the world with the, the score that close in. Would have been
2: able to get his hand on, onto yeah. a header
1: like that. Uh, yeah.
2: It was nothing to do with the keeper. Right, but, uh, but John, I think you're absolutely right that Eddie Howe has and his coaches seriously got to look at how we first position for free kicks um, around the penalty area um, because because it's not it wasn't just the Man United game, but we have we've we've seen. Um, and goals and, and and dangers being caused in previous games from those free kicks, and 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 really, it's pretty much the only way that opponents score against us. Yeah,
1: it, uh, but you know, um, it. What worries me at the moment is we're getting done on set pieces at the back, the two corner kicks mm. and the free kick at Wembley, and we've forgotten how to score other end yeah. And you know, the combination of the two, we've got the difficulty now facing Eddie Howe is that he's got to find a way of reversing a trend which from January the 1st <clears throat> has all been that we don't win. We don't play badly, we don't get hammered out of sight by big scores, but we don't win. We concede on set pieces and we don't score. This trend has got to be changed, whether it's a tweak of tactics, a tweak of personnel, or a morale boosting thing within the Monday to Friday training ground. But the trend has got to be changed. If we continue with the same trend, i.e., completely loyal to the same side and playing the unchanged team every week, barring injury or suspension, then we're gonna change nothing. Then why is this trend suddenly gonna change and we're gonna go on a winning run? We've got to try something and this is this is you know we've just got to pray that Eddie who is anything but a fool, anything but a fool, is is working on that this week and coming up with answers because I think the answers have got to start with the management and coach giving the answers to players because players they follow. They follow rather than set the trend Most players, they just Mm -hmm. follow like Sheep, they need leading And they'll be looking for some sort of Guidance this week on how we Change the mould from What it's become in 2023 Uh, And get back to what it was Now that might mean a change of tactics I certainly think it needs a freshening up of the side Where we can And that's limited with what we've got available to us Yeah. But I think some changes have got to be made Obviously, Isaac and um, Anthony Gordon Who's now available because the League Cup's out of the Mm -hmm. way Are two obvious changes that can be made uh, If Eddie... Wants to go down that route And I would urge him to do so Because we need to change something If things stay the way they are Results stay the way they are And that means either a narrow defeat or a Mm -hmm. draw And, you know, something has got to change Just to put us back on course
2: Yeah, yeah You know, we seem to get enough of the ball Our fair share of the ball but we're we're actually not using it to create much danger in any way. Um, That (coughs) sides seemingly are are finding it way too easy to actually defend against the Newcastle side. You know, and and I'll name Bournemouth for one. Newcastle have had a torrid time um, against Bournemouth. Uh, (coughs) And... And have hardly made any chances at all Um, So when you face somebody, a side like Man United If you don't make chances You have got no chance of, of winning the game And I, Newcastle I te- really didn't make any chances at, on Sunday i tell you <clears throat> what
1: bothers me as well, you know, Mal um, What bothers me as well I've talked about um, how we are suddenly leaking on set pieces And how we had too high a line on the free kick at Wembley, etc., cetera, et cetera, You know what bothers me as well? We have got one of the best dead ball kickers in the Premier League in Kieran Trippier mm. for yes. free kicks in similar positions to with the one Luke Shaw took for their first goal. We have got people that's as big as Grey's Monument. If you look at mm. Dan Byrne and yeah. you look at Joe Linton, and you look at Botman, we put them all in the box when we get a free kick and we never score. Byrne gets shoulders above anybody. So have big, big men in their box, and yet our set pieces, whether it's a corner or a free kick, don't produce goals. We concede so, goals what, and cut pieces, but we don't score. And how we don't with people of the size of Joe Linton in Burn, in Botman, uh, etc. I'm not certain.
2: It is, right, I'll tell you the difference. With I t- I tell you, John, I'll tell you the reason how that I that I think is is the situation. And that is <clears throat> the Newcastle, they get into the box... And they stand still. And, and if the cross doesn't come in, they don't go back out and, and look to come back in on a run. And so that's, they're on standing jumps. Me on a run, I can out jump somebody who's eight foot, eight foot tall if I'm on a run. Because it's always going to give you a, 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 a huge extension more than if you're just on standing on the spot. And there I think is the problem because they're all standing on the spot waiting for the cross to come in. Go back out to come back in. You know, and you come back in when the foot comes back. And you know that the cross is going to come in. Albeit um but, the, but I mean unset
1: pieces they should be unset pieces that should be ready for that uh, Malcolm, shouldn't they? You well, they should be die, so. yes on set pieces when did we last score a good goal from a corner or, or a free kick like the Luke Shaw free kick for the first goal? Sure. When do when do we score? And we've got we've got a bunch of
2: Grays Monument guys in the penalty area. Mm-hmm.
1: And we yes. don't score.
2: No, because that because that they get in there and they stand still, John. You know there's no there's no movement. And and if and and if if an opponent is standing still, that's a doddle for the centre half. But it's, but the centre half's got all sorts of problems. He's, he's going to have his neck twisted off his shoulders. Um, I mean, if, if 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 you if all the opponents are on the move in the box, I mean, if you look I'm, at I'm, the goal, I'm sorry, but but a, a winger a winger shouldn't need to look to cross the ball. Shouldn't need to look. He should just be smacking it in. Somebody should be going near post, somebody far post, somebody coming in a bit after that, in, um, hitting the centre of goal. And But everybody's on the move, and and you want the, cro- the cross and the run to meet. Um, I mean, if I I've gone back to no the goals, which
1: are really bugging me <laughs> because we're letting them in, not scoring them. I mean, if you look normally, I mean, let's... Talk about somebody that we hate talking about as a manager But as, as a player, Steve Bruce once scored 19 goals in one season for Manchester yeah. United yeah. And while some of them were penalties, a lot of free kick around the box A lot of them were headers on the run. Now, if how many goals went on set pieces have Bachman and Byrne scored? And they're giants Dan the says none because yeah. Burns' only goal this season was the wonderful run he took, the swaying one with his foot in the bottom corner. Bottman yeah. hasn't scored. We haven't scored headers from your two centre-halves. And that's a classic centre-half who goes up for free kicks or corners, yeah. isn't it? Yes. And, and it, it, they can get quite a few. You know when you were talking, Malcolm, about Luton and your... And and when the manager was setting uh, goal targets for certain players, mm-hmm. he yeah. set targets for the two centre halves on set pieces. Yes, he and did to score a few goals. Oh yes,
2: not, we don't, we don't score them. Yeah, oh absolutely. He he, he was setting targets of, of sort of like um, six goals for the centre half and 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 um, and four goals for the six. Well, that's ten goals over a season from yes. the two centre halves. That. That's great. Um, similar for the, from the fullbacks. So, so you've got nearly 20 goals coming from your back four. Yeah. You know, we, um, 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 we finished up scoring about, oh, I think it was about 86 goals. But it was planted in our heads that, that not only was it good to do it, we had to do it.
0: Yep yep yeah i mean look lots of questions and lots of comments coming in in the chat um a lot of people uh, including um one of the guys who is watching on linkedin good evening uh, neil robson uh, says have we been sussed out um you know we've been you know we've been playing a certain system john have yeah. have we finally been sussed by the other teams and we now have to find that plan b and plan c yeah
1: i think we have i think there's no question about that and i also think you know our success, and it has been success, to get to third top and be in a cup final in the first half of the season is huge success when you when you remember that we were in a relegation fight last season. I think they have sisters out, but I think we have punched above our weight through great organization of this side. Camaraderie, team spirit, second to none. No bad apples in in the barrel. um uh, One for all, and all for one. Uh, we're all pulling together, playing one particular way, etc., etc. And with a certain side that knew each other's style, whatever. But you can't punch show. The only side I've ever known in recent times that's punched above their weight for a whole season was Leicester City when they won the Premier League title. Mm-hmm. They punched above their weight for a whole season. Other sides punch above their weight for a few months and get out of relegation at the end of the season because they are punched above their weight. Or sneak into Europe mm-hmm. from the table because mm-hmm. they've punched above their weight. But they don't punch above their weight for a whole season. And that's what we are happening to do. I mean, we couldn't believe it. Everybody was better than they used to be You know, whether that's Almavon Whether that's uh, Shaw Whether that's Joe Linton And and they have been But will they continue to be? It is asking an awful lot To punch above your weight for a whole season As I say, the only team that comes to mind for me That's done that is Leicester City When they won the title That's the only team I can think Mm -hmm. Mm. They punched above the weight And they had some good players didn't they as well I mean Marez was there Vardy was in his pump What a centre forward he was in his pump Now he's in the twilight um, But he was in the pump then But they punched above their weight We are finding that difficult now We've got to tweak the tactics There's got to be a plan B There hasn't been a plan B Because plan A has been more than good enough And plan A has worked so we've stuck with plan A, and it has worked. It is no longer working, so we've got to have a plan B. And I think we've also got to freshen up the site. Sure.
2: And it, John, it, John, it doesn't need to be drastic. Oh, it, no. need, it just needs a little a, a, a bit of different thinking a, and a little bit of different positioning, maybe. Um, and uh, And and you become a different side, a better side, you, you, you um, and and a side that causes the, the opposition problems, it doesn't need a massive overhaul. Um, no, and of course
1: it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. No. And, and, but we have become predictable to the opposition, and therefore we've got to do something that makes them think again. And um, as Malcolm says, it doesn't have to be a huge thing. We've got to boost morale, we've got to boost belief... And um, you, know, you know, it's no good saying that, well, we're better in results and we, we're this and that because it gets, rep- I mean, in the dressing room, it's okay, it's okay publicly because it gets repetitive and then players switch off of they hear the same old, same old, and then they wake up and they think, well, we've won one game since uh, December the 26th in the league. You know, it, it isn't working You've got to come up with something different Now, not a lot different, as Miles says, tactics Just a little tweak, a little bit different mm. Let's close the back door again Let's go back to basics On, I mean, the simplest <laughs> thing The easiest thing to get right uh, If you go back to basics Surely is marking up on set pieces Because you're not caught out You've got time to get back Mark up and get in your position A counter attack And you can be all over the shop Because you've been attacking And you've got to try to get back into position Not on free kicks or corners You've got time to get into position We've got to do that And we've got to brighten up the side Now how do we brighten up the side? Well for a start Can I ask you one question? If you've paid £100 million To sign two players, Isaac and Gordon, and you're not scoring goals. Why don't you start them?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. He's going to have to. He's going to have to look at things, isn't he, Mal? He's going to have to look at things. Moving on.
2: Sure. Well, I I was going to um, the next thing I was going to say was that yes, those two guys they need to play, and 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 it would it would take a lot of the pressure off of Wilson. Let Wilson just be the target man, and if he gets turned and gets on at the end of something and sticks it in, all well and good. But let's look at these other two coming in, and and okay, so Almirón, um, he scored ten in a run that was much earlier in the season. That run is well and truly over now. He he um, he, he was invisible at Wembley. I felt um, and. And so, pull him out the side. Uh, St. Maximin gets a lot of the ball, but actually does nothing at all with it. Very frustrating to play with. He really is. He's got so much of the ball during the 90 minutes that you play, and yet, how many crosses does he get in? How many shots does he get in? And he doesn't. There was that one... uh, early on, just before uh, they scored. And, but that was, that was about it. That was the, the sum total of Newcastle's um, attacking prowess. Um, and so, Gordon on the left, Isaac on, on and sort of what both of them sort of in, on the inside, channel, inside forward channels with Wilson acting as a target man so that we're not looking for him to turn and sprint. We, and we've got these two on the ball. And let's see if we can really spark a bit of life into the side and, and, and get it buzzing again. I'd, it was a cup final at Wembley. I didn't see a buzz coming from Newcastle. I saw it from Man United. And even when they were, they were defending for a long spell early, early on in the game, there was still, I felt there was a buzz about them. But I I didn't feel a buzz coming from Newcastle at all. What worries
1: me as well, guys, and I don't want to be critical of Eddie Howe and I won't be critical of Eddie Howe because the job he's done here has been nothing short of sensational in a very, very short space of time. But I've I've got to say at this stage that Eddie is so loyal it's gone beyond the time this has gone out. Stop. He has built up a wonderful, wonderful team spirit Among the guys by being politically correct When he speaks in public, which is wonderful And being loyal to people regardless of form He's also put together a management team Which is on the pitch Where there's about four or five senior players Who drive the committee, if you like, of the team And that loyalty is now going to be tested. And I tell you how it's going to be tested. And by the way, sometimes to prove you're a good manager, you've got to drop the players you love if the occasion Mm -hmm. demands it to show that you haven't got favourites. And if I look at that squad now, forgetting about whether we've got the right guys to come in or not, Callum Wilson could be dropped and he couldn't. Say a solitary single thing in his Own defence and Dan Byrne Could be dropped from left back Whether you then want to play him centre half Or not is another matter but he can Be dropped for left back and he could have no Complaint but those two guys Are two guys with a great Influence in the dressing room And are on the Committee (laughs) along with Kieran Trippier etc and Bruno The committee who represent the Players now has does loyalty go to where it becomes blind loyalty and you play Burnett left-back and Wilson, regardless of form, regardless of whether Burns getting exposed at left-back, regardless of whether Wilson looks as if he's not hitting a bond or three paces just because you're loyal? Or do you say these guys aren't doing it, so they're going to go out? They're going to come back in. Of course they're going to come back in. And, and- And Byrne might have to come back in as a centre-half Not a left-back But these two guys at the moment Aren't what they used to be Either of them for me Byrne at left-back isn't what he was When he first went to left-back And Wilson is not doing their job Now here's the test for Eddie How loyal is he? Does he turn a blind eye to that And just play them regardless In which case we finish
2: about eighth By the way
1: Sure. But, or did you do something about it?
2: Right, but, but loyalty loyalty first and foremost has got to be to the club, to the, to the people who are employing you. And, um, and if, if what you're putting out, if, if that's not getting the right results, then you have to do something about it. And, and there can be no complaints. If, if Almiron were dropped for this coming Saturday, he couldn't have a complaint in the world at all because he's been he's been almost invisible for the for the last what five weeks six weeks and and it when you when you're at the in in that top area the european area of the premiership you cannot be loyal to anybody who isn't going to keep you there in those in that position for europe Um, For me, Malcolm Malcolm, There's five other managers In the top six Do you think that if they see Somebody having a bad Half an hour, they're going to stick With him for the next game No, one bad Half an hour, you're off mate You're out, somebody else gets In there for the next game And and yes, I I totally Agree, I think Eddie Howe is being Too loyal um, and that, and that, his first and foremost, he has to win games. And and if it means making team changes, do it. It must be done. You've got to pick the side that is going to win the match for you. And if that means being a little disloyal, you know, dropping a manager, dropping somebody, that's not being disloyal. It really isn't. It's that's doing the best job you can for, for the people who employ you. Sure. I mean, if, if we're perfectly truthful, in my
1: opinion, at the moment, you know, was saying I said that if Wilson was out or Byrne was out as a left back, they couldn't complain. Mars said I'm a Moon couldn't complain. You could say Maxi couldn't complain. It's harder to say who's nailed on and could complain if he was dropped. Bruno, Pope, when he's, now he's back from his suspension, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, that position's nailed on. But there's very few, you know, guys. There's very few that, that would have a reason to kick the, the door down of the manager if he was dropped and say, why the hell? But I tell you what, if I was Isaac, and I'm not saying Isaac's the answer, I'm saying we spent 60 million, so let's find out if he's an answer. Somebody thought he was the answer, as you wouldn't have paid 60 million for him. He's been here six months. I know he's had a long injury in that six months, but he's been here six months, and we don't know precisely what he can do, or we don't even know what's his best position. Is he a centre forward where he was playing for his previous club and where he plays for Sweden? Or is he a ten? Or is he a yeah. white player? He, no. I tell you, the one thing he is, the one thing he is, is a sixty million pound player. So yeah. as we've paid that, surely they've got to give him a run now. When when we're not scoring goals and the league comes out of the way, yeah. And so at the end of the day, you say he's answer to the problem, or he's not the answer. We've got to go out in the summer and buy somebody yeah. else. You don't know if you don't give Isaac a, a run.
2: Sure, and uh, 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 and what we are experiencing is that um, that in playing the in in playing all the games of late, that the defence uh, and the midfield defensively, they haven't had that luxury of being two goals ahead, where the pressure eases totally, and you, you're on top, and you can. You, you, uh, and you don't have to push the game. You can just knock the ball about um, and, and deny the opposition possession. Um, but when was the last time we were two goals ahead? <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can remember that we were against Man City, but that's seems... The league, <coughs> in the league, obviously. Yeah. In the league, I think it, it's got...
1: Top my head, Steve, but in the league, I think we beat Leicester 3 nil, didn't we? Okay. Oh, yes, Leicester. Okay. That was the game, okay. yeah, was the game when we completed six Premier League wins on the yeah. I think It was Leicester. That's left right. Than it.
2: Yeah, well done. Thank you, John. Okay, but, but that, it, it's a fair while back now. Oh, it is. It is. Yeah. So, what's happening is that the defence, they're under constant pressure because, because the forwards and attacking midfield players aren't just giving that defence a, a, a lighter game and somewhat easier part to a game, that they're under pressure all the time. They That, that if Newcastle are winning, then generally they're just winning 1-0 and they're never getting that second goal. So the pressure that's on the defence is we can't let one in because then we won't win. And... But, Simply because they know that there isn't a second goal in 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 the forward part of the team, that's got to change, and so there's huge pressure now, I think that or there should be huge pressure from Eddie Howe on the forward line on all the forward line make changes, make changes because what they're doing is they are unraveling the defense. I mean, if we go, Malcolm,
1: if we go with the funny <laughs> thing that we did in the cup final, Almiron, uh, Wilson and San Maximum, not only at Man City, but in crucial, crucial games that are coming after Man City, then we're not going to suddenly start scoring goals. Yeah. Because those three haven't been looking like scoring goals, which is why. I'm, I mean, I don't know that he's the answer. I don't know Anthony Gordon's the answer. But somebody sitting on high, believed they were, to do a £100 million transfers. That's <coughs> big cookies for Newcastle, Malcolm. Mm. And, and, and we're not scoring goals. And we've got £100 million worth of forward talent sitting on the bench. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to think, well, let's give them a chance. I'm not having a go at Eddie. Eddie's got where he is. He's bloody brilliant. And he could come up at... Manchester City on Saturday and both of them are playing. And, and mm. That's great. I mean, I am not having to go. Heaven forbid. I'm so, so grateful for what we've had. I'm just... If we don't do something now, we are on a slide. You know the kids slide? I take the sure. yeah, yeah. them <laughs> on top of the slide and I yeah. know they're coming down. They're not going to go up. Sure. Stay they they're Absolutely. coming down.
2: We've um, got to stop know, that. Right. Be, uh, um, Liverpool are playing tonight. They could be above Newcastle. No, they played, no, they played last, night. last night and won. Oh, sorry, they played last night and won. So I tell you what. And, and Martin... so, sorry, if if they win on Saturday, sorry, that's what I meant. If they win, if they win over the weekend the week... and Newcastle don't, they'll be above. They lose at Man City, then Liverpool go ahead. Unboxing day, I... we were unboxing day, we were third
1: top with Spurs hmm. and Manchester United beneath us. Yes. Today. We're fifth top, with Spurs and Manchester United above us, and we can feel the breath of Liverpool of Li- of and Liverpool. Fulham on the back of our neck. Yes, now, yes, uh, yes. Now, If we I- do not get a result at Man City, it, I hate the word the "result" at Man City because every six nil defeat is a result. If we do not get something out of the game at Man City, and that's more than possible, the way Man City are going. Yeah, yes. It's probably the hardest game on the calendar Is Man City away In this yep. season if I agree we totally lose on that there, Then we've got to start Because you know what We have a reality check And it's now It's against City How do we approach that game After the disappointment of Wembley In the next four games After Man City Three of them are very winnable They're against Wolves, they're against Nottingham Forest and they're against West Ham. They're three winnable games. But I'll tell you something, guys. We just had a run of winnable games in in the Premier League against Leeds and Bournemouth, etc., etc. And we haven't won any of them. And West Ham. Yes, we we haven't Mm -hmm. won any of them, Malcolm. So that's got to change. You know, it's OK saying, well, we'll take... A defeat with at Man City And we'll put it right with those three games to come The current trend Is that we're not putting it right In those three games And by the way if we draw those three games So we don't lose That's not putting it right That's not enough points Single points are okay if you're Bottom of the league because other teams are getting beat But if you're where we are you can't keep going one point. We've only lost two league games all season but we've dropped from yep. third to fifth and the teams behind us are now breathing down our neck because you've got to win more than we would have won sure. once.
0: We would have settled at the start of the season for a good cup run and not been involved in a relegation battle. And That's, where, you know, and that's where we're at. Okay. Expectation is too high because we've been in that position all season. and we're, well, In the cold reality, Newcastle at this moment in time don't have the commercial revenue to go and spend crazy money like the likes of chelsea everton have etc and, sure. yeah. and that's where we are that's where we are and it's going to feel disappointing mm-hmm. if we, we haven't won the cup and if we slip out to europe lads i know i know where everyone's coming from it'll feel disappointing but mm. we are ahead of, mm. we are ahead of schedule but I, it's what? not all lost yet and, and oh, i, yeah. I and i've got a feeling of doom and <laughs> gloom after sitting listening to you guys tonight but I, I genuinely feel Newcastle can turn it round. But it's up to Eddie now. Yes. This is yeah, his biggest yeah. test. He's got to start looking at other options. He's yes. got to look at his act. Got can gotta I, look can I just, can
2: can can just take? Can I just? Can I just take us back on a comment that that was made um, in a text,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, uh, and and it was talking and and then it 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 it, um, uh, it, it then men- um, mentioned. Um, Oh dear me! Uh, the the the, uh, the 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 right the right-handed right-hand-sided player. Um, oh, his name's escaped me just for a moment. Uh, um, the Murphy, right-hand-sided I'll player need on. Thank you. Yes, okay. Murphy. Now, so the comment that it was it was just yes yes yet yes, we give Murphy four years. Is he is he good enough? The thing with Murphy is, and he isn't as good a player. As Almiron, he's not as good a player as um, as St. Maximin. He's not as good a player as, as a number in the side. But what he does is cross the ball and he shoots. Now, isn't that what's lacking in the side? Yeah. So isn't it be- better to get somebody in the side who can turn things around. So Maximin won't turn anything round for Newcastle United. He doesn't cross. He doesn't shoot. And, and and so he's not going to change a game in the favour of Newcastle.
1: In that, in that Somebody case, like I'm Murphy,
2: not... he will change it because he gets crosses into the box. He gets shots on a, a, a goal. And I, 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 one of everything. the what I would do though, Malcolm, we
1: had Murphy on the books and we still spent 40 million on Anthony Gordon, who gets crosses in and gets shots. Yes, so you've got to yes. get
2: Gordon in and see if he can do it, absolutely, John, absolutely. And I think, I think that, um, I think that what should be played on Saturday and 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 it's and it's against. One of, the, one of the very strongest teams in Europe, for heaven's sake. I think we've got, we've got to look to play Wilson up front um, with his back to goal, um, knocking it off f- so that on the, on the inside right channel, we've got Isaac. Inside left channel, uh, we've got Gordon. And let's see what they, what they can do. They're the big money guys that have come into the side, for heaven's sake. Let's give them the chance um, and, 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 and let's stop messing about with people who don't cross the ball and don't shoot. We need goals. That's what wins games. We need to be scoring goals and we're not.
0: Yeah, I think it's a, well, a good point, well made I don't think you're going to get any arguments Out of us on here Okay, Malcolm, I just want to show you something Because with you being off air We've got a new intro, here it is <laughs> Needless to say, there's no footage of John in uh, nightclubs or bars around the uh, North East Malcom. We I just paid a lot of money goes. to make certain that was the
1: case, Steve. Don't <laughs> worry about that, my friend. Uh, <laughs> all right,
0: we'll have a quick break. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt you guys in your pump. We've got to do the ads and then we'll be back to look ahead at Manchester City of the weekend. Here's the ads. A big thanks to all our sponsors, Skips and Bins. You can find them at skipsandbins.com. Telephone 0800 25 45 25 3, email inquiries at skipsandbins.com, easy contract, free and pay-as-you-go waste collection. Thanks to Mr. Vicky's sources, which are handmade in Cumbria. You can order them from mrvickys.co.uk or by calling 01768 210102. Welcome aboard to Frui Vita Getaways. You can email them at Getaways at gmail.com. Call or text them, 0792-842-7895. Please join and share their Facebook group as well, at Fruivita Getaways. Book your holidays or short breaks in the UK or around the world with them. Let them find your happy place. ABTA and Atoll registered. Thanks to Media Arts for all the help with the video side of things. And thanks to Qtechshop.co.uk, the makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Wallsend, Newcastle. And the guys who run our website, nufcmatters.com where you can buy lots of t-shirts and merchandise if you want to subscribe to the show hit the subscribe button underneath this video today it is free to do so hit the thumb up to like the video it's good for the algorithm and click share to share to your other social media if you do subscribe we do send you a free car sticker to get that email john at nufcmatters.com and he'll post you one out If you wanna join the NUFC Matters cult, then put your smartphone over this QR code now and it will take you straight there. Alternatively, go to the website, nufcmatters.com, and you can join for a one-off payment of £25. You'll receive a cup, a pen, a membership card, and a scarf and entry into the monthly draw. You can also join via YouTube. And if you click join beneath the video, you will see a variety of prices and how you can support the channel. You can alternatively make a donation with a super chat in the chat tonight. Just click the dollar sign. We're also available on iTunes and Spotify and other podcast providers. We also help the food bank on this show. NUFCfansfoodbank.co.uk is where you'll find the match day bucket and you can make a virtual donation 365 days of the year. As always, we've got a whole host of events coming up throughout the year. An evening with Nobby Solano takes place on Saturday the 25th of March at the Tyneside Irish Centre. Tickets £15. Book now at nufcmatters.com. An evening with Peter Beardsley at Leamington Labour Club. Tickets are £20, 31st of March, and uh, you can get them direct from the venue. An evening with Nobby Solano, Good Friday the 7th of April at 4pm. Tickets are at tenner and available behind the bar at Felling Cricket Club in Gateshead. An Evening with Supermac, hosted by Gibble at the Time Mouse Surf Cafe, Tuesday the 11th of April. And tickets direct from the venue. This is a limited ticket event, only 35 tickets available, so book soon. And An Evening with Frank Clark and John Gibson, Thursday the 20th of April. Tickets are £15. Book now at nufcmatters.com. In June, Rob Lee will be at Louis Liquor Store in Newcastle and you can get tickets direct from the venue. And an evening with Rob Lee, Lee Clark, John Beresford takes place the following evening, Friday the 2nd of June at the Grand Hotel in Gosforth. This is in aid of the Healan Tour charity and tickets are available from their website www.healantour.org.uk forward slash events. And if you're a boxing fan, the Knight of Champions comes to Gateshead at the Fed. Frank Bruno, Ricky Hatton, Nigel Benn and Joe Calzaghe are part of the UK Tour and you can get your tickets from www.goldstarpromotions.co.uk OK, Newcastle United travel to Manchester City this coming Saturday, 12.30 kick-off, live on BT Sports. All away tickets have been sold, so 3,000 Geordies travelling down to Manchester. Uh, we go into the uh, game, sitting fifth in the table, four points behind Spurs, with two games in hand on the London side. And uh, as John mentioned earlier, although we've only been beaten twice in 23 Premier League games so far, we have just collected a maximum of uh, in, Well, one win in seven games, it's it's not good. Mm-hmm. As for team news, Nick Pope, Anthony Gordon, Martin Dubravka are all available after missing the cup final. Uh, there was a fitness doubt over Bruno, we'll find out more tomorrow. Um, it was uh, alleged that he picked up an ankle injury, uh, but he was pictured in training today, so uh, fingers crossed. Uh, ahead of our visit, Pep Guardiola side won 3-0 against Bristol City in the FA Cup on Tuesday. Uh, winning 10 Premier League games this season at home. But the only side to defeat them at the Etihad was Brentford. Uh, they did draw with Everton, but they've got a fairly formidable home record. Uh, referee is Simon Hooper. This is his third game in charge of a Newcastle fixture. Uh, the 2-0 home victory over Forrest. Of course, he was refereeing there. And the 0-0 draw with Leeds United at Gallagher, which was fairly recently. VAR is Michael Salisbury. So... John, out of the frying pan, into the fire with this one. Can you see us getting anything at all?
1: Anything's possible in a two-horse race, but to be truthful, I can't. Um, I mean, I don't think I forecast Newcastle to lose in 2023. I think every game I forecast with a win and with drawn... And then we've started to lose. We are actually going into this game, guys. Desperate. When you think we lost one game in the league in all of the season, it right down to Christmas. And we lost two games, if you include the FA Cup at Sheffield Wednesday, when it was essentially reserve side, we sent out. So we've only lost two. But we go into this game, and if we lose it, we'll have lost three on the trot. We'll have lost to Liverpool, Manchester United and Manchester City. So having lost one all season, we can lose three on the trot. And I'm not doing it down. I've got to reiterate that I am thrilled to bits for what we have achieved. I am just desperate that we don't throw it away at the end. Now, I'm more desperate if I'm brutally truthful about what happens after Manchester City that would go on and win against Wolves, Forest and West Ham. The other game, by the way, in that four, is Manchester United at home. And we all want to win that, don't we? But the, the, the three winnable games to follow I'm more concerned about. I mean, when you look at Manchester City's bench, dear me, that's anybody's first team. You look at our bench... And it is a bench. You know, it, it includes Richie, it includes Manquillo, it includes it includes loads of Las it includes loads of people who won't beat this club very much longer. Now, the the interesting thing with City, they've beat they've won the title four seasons out the last five. And yet people are saying, some people down in the Manchester area, etc., are saying, that Harland, who is an absolute goal machine, is actually he is not too happy because of the way they're playing. He hardly he gets the fewest touches in the match now, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. He wants the their game to be dovetailed more aim. Manchester City fans are saying, Well, we've won four titles out of five, so do we have to change? You know what? I would love the problem. Of Haaland and all his goals at Newcastle United, you know. I mean, Haaland's supposed to be a problem with Man City, and he's scored more goals than Miggy Almeyron has scored in his career. He scored them in half a season. I mean, you know, I would, I tell you what, if he's a problem, can we just take him to get rid of the problem for Man City and let him play centre forward for us? <laughs> because we would qualify for the Champions League with in forward. But it's amazing, you know, you're smiling, Malcolm, and so am I. Because, But I have read that. I've read a debate in Manchester about whether his style yeah. is restricting the free-flowing free football that City play because you've got to play to a target man who won. And he, equally, is thinking, I'm getting 12 touches in a game. I'm not enjoying it because it's not coming in first time. It goes out, we do another fancy dan, we do a couple of stepovers, we'll come back in. It's me. Hey, I would love that problem if Orange <laughs> is feeling a bit upset. He can come up here and I'd I, I do not mind paying for his taxi because I know Malcolm will chip in, so I'll only be paying off us. Um I mean I'll take I'll take him up here. But if I'm looking at Saturday and it's will it play Ford? or not, will it play this guy or not? Will it play Mars or not? I think the way we are playing at the moment, results-wise, with the defence on set-pieces and our lack of goals, I can only see one result. I don't think for one second we'll be humiliated because we don't do that. I don't think we'll be blown out the water by them scoring four or five or six goals, although Manchester City can always do that. But I think we'll lose. If it's with dignity, it's it's still a loss. But I'm much more concerned at what comes after Manchester City. We've got to get it right. We've got to beat Wolves We've got to beat Nottingham Forest
0: and we've got to beat West Ham.
2: Yeah.
0: Prediction, John? Defeat. Defeat. Okay. Malcolm, what about you? Your well, prediction?
2: Yeah. I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but I, I, I think we're probably the only, the only team in the country that's, that's been 3 1 up against Man City. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. Yeah, um, you know, and so if, if Eddie Howard makes those changes up front and it all clicks and it works, um, who's to say that we can't go and, and really cause a, a surprise? Um, it, it, you know, after, after, after losing a cup final, it, 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 there's every likelihood that, that, that the team will suddenly bounce back, you know, but I, I think that could happen, If changes are made, and I and um, and I I really would like to see Gordon and um, and Isaac playing off of Wilson. Um, I, I, it's a real tall order that we're asking, um, for for Newcastle to go there, um, and and even come back with just a point, but uh. Uh, yeah, I know they're a hell of a side. I, I really would like to s- say that Newcastle are going to come back with something, but no, I'm like you, John. I, I, I really, I really don't think that's going to happen. And if, if, if you, it, but I would like to see us attack them. I would like to see us stick the ball in the net and give Man City some problems, and, 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 and get them having a chase. Um, for for a good spell in the game Um, so I'm going to I I think Man City will win something like 3-1
0: well, way. I've gone 3 1 as well, lads. Too, uh, you really? I cannot see Newcastle getting a win. Uh, yeah. I think they'll be on a crest of a slump after losing the final. Uh, I, I don't think whatever Eddie does, he's going to change it. But sadly, yeah. I, but I, he I'm, should. He, he should change it. He needs to. He needs to. He yeah. Yeah. Must,
1: um, must change it, Mal. He must. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily change the result. But if you yeah. don't play £100 million worth of cent- if forwards when you're not scoring goals, when are you going to
2: play them? Sure. Well, and, uh, uh, yes. And, and to add on to that, that the, 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 def- the defence has spent so, so many weeks now constantly under pressure because the lads up front aren't sticking the ball in the net. Yeah. That's okay. got to change and the defence
0: will get better um, for it. Big weekend, let's see what happens Look forward to seeing you guys next week Uh, Just been told there's only 15 tickets left For the Surf Cafe for Malcolm and Gibbo So if you want to go, don't miss out, they do sell quickly Okay lads, see you next week, take care Indeed God bless, we'll get home Enjoy your weekend
2: football everyone